Hi, this is Roy Jones with Man Talk Radio Podcast. Our mission is to break down the walls of race and denomination. Your chosen Truth Radio broadcast will be starting in just a few seconds. Thank you. This is the Truth Network. Coming to you from an entrenched barricade deep in the heart of Central North Carolina. Masculine Journey After Hours. A time to go deeper and be more transparent on the topic covered on this week's broadcast. So sit back and join us on this adventure. The Masculine Journey After Hours starts here now. Oh, yes, it does. And today, how fun. We're doing our Word of the Year After Hours. And so we have some new folks that haven't done a whole lot of words of the year and you know to kick off the whole idea from a rookie's point of view like the first time you heard about the idea the word of the year like you could be sitting there right now going what in the world are you talking about word of the year this is how you found out about it right danny like you were like what are you guys talking about a couple years ago yeah we're sitting around in the pre-show and everybody's talking about we're going to do the word of the year and and i'm sitting there trying to be the ultimate poser then I found out later, like, you know, I'll just kind of go along with whatever's going on. And I realized, what are y'all talking about? I have no clue. <laughs> you thought it was like a common word of the year that everybody shared? Yeah, and nobody had told me. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. Kinda, we left you out intentionally. Like, you were the new guy. Uh, yeah, we'll get the new guy. We'll show him. <laughs> yeah, we'll just throw him on the air with nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that was my word for the year, nothing. <laughs> nothing. You, you yeah, got yeah. nothing. <laughs> you got nothing for Christmas. So, yeah. But uh, that was that was my experience. I, I did ultimately ask, okay, explain to me what y'all are talking about, and, and it has meant so much to me over the last three years or so. So, it, it so really from has. your perspective, for somebody that's listening, what is a word of the year? It is a word that you ask God for a word that kind of is your go-to word for the year. That ultimately he builds upon it and speaks into your life with this word and it's a reference point to me it has been an anchor this year that some place that i can hold on to when the world seems to go crazy but it's it's a word that i know i got from god and that he is he is enlightening me in aspects of my life through this word so how did you get it i prayed for it and asked him for it and how did you know it was him I did not know we were doing 20 questions from Robbie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm asking the questions every listener is wanting to know. Like, how did you know? Like, you heard a word. How do you know it it wasn't some – how do you know? I'd have to contemplate that, to to word it right, I guess. I mean, I just knew it was him. Let me try some stuff and see how it fits. (laughs) So it's in your heart, right? It's not necessarily – in your head yeah that that that's well said yeah but yeah it, it, and it kind of sounds like something but you knew it didn't come from you so you had a pretty good idea it must have come from him and it didn't seem anti-scriptural or or in some way inflammatory yeah it it, it usually it lines up with scripture it lines up with his word and, and i think so so last year, real quick, to help Danny bail him out a little bit. Please, my, Andy, help, <laughs> help, help, help. Not to try to, I've already talked enough on the pre per, first show. But anyway, mine was, I'd come up and I kept saying Christmas. I wanted to be present. I wanted to be present. And God had put that on my heart. You wanted and a is, present is what you yeah, were Yeah, I, pre- <laughs> I wanted presents. Presents. <laughs> presents. More no, than no, one. not present. I want presents. 
No, but uh, <laughs> but there was that, and then you know I think I told you guys I felt like it was present. But then my daughter, we go out shopping for my birthday, and she picks up this card, and this card says Jehovah Shama, which means the Lord is there or present. And it was a confirmation, and you and that doesn't always happen. But last year, that was kind of because I was kind of in limbo, and sometimes it just feels right. Sometimes it sometimes you have to be mid year before well, you're the like. The kind of cool thing is, you know, when it says Jehovah Shema, it what it's actually saying is God hears. I know you told me that last time. That oh well, yeah, that's kind of like. And in order to hear, you got to be present. That's right. You got to be, be present to win. Yeah, exactly. Must <laughs> must be present. To I was, was going to try to step in and bail you out. Sorry, Sorry. please do, Jim. But, I mean, go ahead. But this it's, is Andy show, so I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. You. I uh, well, actually, the your question was a trick one because I don't think I've ever gotten my word the same way twice. Just like I've never gotten a name the same way or reacted to it the same way. Art doesn't know this, but he gave me my word for next year this morning, and I said, no, that's not it. And then it got got confirmed a couple of times. And no, I'm not going to tell you, so don't even ask. I want your other name. It's it's squeaky ball. (laughs) (laughs) We came from Art. I know it I put up a picture with Bella, with uh, Bella Claire, my dog, and she had a squeaky bow in her mouth. That's that's all I can think of. I knew it had to be. I'm I sorry, lied. Andy. It, w- it wasn't. So art. anyway, it was Grant. How did you hear? How did you know it was God once you heard it from Art? Well, it it was the third time I heard it, and God has to repeat things to me quite often, and that's not unusual. But every oh, okay. once in a while, I've got it. This is it, and that was it in seconds, if that. Wait a minute. Here comes the world's largest stretch of the mic when he had one two feet from him on the other side. But anyway. I, I think it'll be a word that God knows something you need to work on. Yeah. That he, need, that he needs yeah, to true. help you yeah. to deal with in one way or another. That's pretty good because every word, every year your word has really somewhat been challenging, isn't it? Yes. Poor <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, we digress. It is the Danny show, so by all means, Danny, go ahead. The uh, well, my clip comes from a movie called "Loves Come Softly," and I actually watched with my wife several years ago. That's what the LCS means. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't know, Robbie? I didn't. I was like, "Is this that's, some that's your of, letters for the is year?" Is this coming a Mormon <laughs> clipper? <laughs> Oh, oh! Sometimes we really are serious on this show, you know. Uh, rarely, but um, the uh, but the scene is is this is a man and a woman who've gotten married because of they're out in the wild west and and her husband has died and and his wife has died and they she was going to go back home after the accident but winter was coming and so they end up in this relationship and she's he's a very uh, spiritual guy and he has his little bench church out there and she's asking him questions all this tragedy has hit so she's questioning everything and so he takes her to church and we can pick it up on after you play it there Robbie why do you think he'll answer your prayers he always answers my prayers really did you pray for this Martin. did you pray to have Ellen taken away from you did you pray that little Missy would grow up never knowing her real mother 
I just don't understand why the God that you pray to would let such unthinkable things happen to decent people. Where? What about the children? Oh, Missy can watch Aaron for a little while. Where are we going? Going to church. <laughs> Missy could fall down and, and hurt herself. Even if I'm walking right there beside her. That doesn't mean that I allowed it to happen. Because she knows of the Father's unconditional love. I'll pick her up and I'll carry her. I'll try to heal her. I'll cry when she cries. And I'll rejoice when she is well. In all the moments of my life, God has been right there beside me. The truth of God's love is not that he allows bad things to happen. It's his promise that he'll be there with us when they do. So my word of the year was beloved. And... I love what Harold led into a while ago because it's, it's something that I have struggled with most of my life is being a beloved son of God or you know, not receiving God's love because it's always been in my own mind based upon my performance, which is usually miserable. And so th- this clip, I used it in the beginning of the year and that you know, God's love is not based upon our performance, thank goodness. It's based upon his true nature. And I love what Sam says. It's kind of in his job description. But the reality of that as it pans out over a year when he gives you this is amazing because, you know, I've been on a couple, I went on a trip with dad to see my great uncle and aunt. And and God's timing was, was awesome because dad's been wanting to go down there and the uh, they were getting on up in age and he been wanting to go since his mom died two years ago. And it was his birthday, so it would just give him a trip to Moorhead City for his birthday. And he and I got to spend a lot of time together. And my great-uncle passed away the day that we were on our way back home. So we got to see him just literally in the nick of time. But, you know, got to spend a lot of time with Dad and, and love on him, and he loved on me. And, you know, he was actually willing to eat Japanese food, which scared me really bad. I was pretty sure Jesus was on the crust of coming back because <laughs> – Dad didn't do Japanese food, but um, those kind of things. And just throughout the year, you know, and being beloved by my own wife and and letting her love me for who she is. And, you know, there's been moment after moment. And, you know, in the latter part of the year, he's begun to speak into being being fathered by, by God himself and some of the things he's done. I, I got it in my heart that I wanted to go deer hunting for the first time in 40 years. And, man, what an adventure it's been. All the deer have been safe so far. But um, but the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're going to walk right there in front of you. That way they'd be out of harm's way. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm pretty sure the last buck that come out, God whispered in his beer, we're going to give Danny another chance, but you're going to be okay. You know, yeah. <laughs> But the amazing part is, is that, you know, I've, I've stepped into this adventure, Andy, and that the way people have loved on me and the way people have offered their not so much advice, but but lovingly 
pointing me in the right direction, and, yeah. you know, and the things that, that they've shared with me. I mean, I'm not the first person to ever miss deer in a season. and But, you know, our, our dear friend Robbie here told me what he did in the beginning to improve, you know, after the season was over, you know, target practice and, and that kind of thing. And everybody has given me those things. And, and my brother, who he and I have, you know, kind of had a – you know, we live distant apart and in more ways than one sometimes, but he has, his heart has come alive. He wants me to get a deer more so than I probably do at times. And he's just so excited that I'm engaged with this thing again. And, and, but it's, you know, there's so many facets of being a beloved son and, and, you know, and, and, and letting that outpour into my own children and that kind of thing, which has been a really tough season on some aspects there, but, um, the, uh, what, what a, what an adventure and that boot camp, God took, you know, Robbie, you talk often about, and you've spoke about it earlier, all your words of the year and how they come together and that kind of thing. And he showed me that at boot camp, how, cause I started out with, I think heritage and then contentment. And now we're at beloved and not sure what we're going to do next year yet, but, he showed me how that all lines up and how what he's coming after and then we get into a whole nother kind of thing but it's been really 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 cool to to see and i've loved you know as i've listened to you because you know it's just danny is a wonderful disciple and so at the beginning of the year you know you were into the psalms a lot and of course david being the beloved you know and his name actually means beloved and so, you know, you can't help but, if you know Danny, to see, you know, the, the David in him. Um, but there was a lot of those psalm studies that really, you know, were right up your alley. Yeah, I'm trying to remember them. Yeah. <laughs> my, my head is in a fog after, after the Christmas holidays. It's been kind of a tough season. But, um, but yeah, the, uh, you know, digging into the different things about, I think one of the ones you're talking about is his, you know, I think the eye. And right, exactly. Yeah, the uh, apple of his eye. The apple of his eye, and which, you know, we use that as a term of endearment, but when you study that out, it's the pupil or is, is the apple which protects or is protected by all the other parts of the eye. And to be that, is, what he's saying is, I will protect you as the center of my eye because that's, that's, focus, where the, right? that's where the focus and the light comes in so that's that's been kind of i'm glad you brought that up i'll have to go back and visit that now <laughs> i'll be busy for the next four days nobody call me. <laughs> well i just remember it as being fascinating especially when you consider that that was your word the beloved it was david that that wrote that and and you think about that whole idea of being the apple of his eye speaks to it so in volumes and just even to what andy talked about you know same kind of thing and even mine and you just can't help but see if you're sitting there for me listening everybody's own word is certainly seeped deeply in you know relationship with him well one of the cool things is you know we've been talking the last several weeks about calling out people's glory and one of the things that kind of lit up at me was that that is, and Andy, you said something. About it. it almost sounds like heresy, but but in reality, it's not. It's 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 that that he wove into you, yeah. that that comes to life when you come to Christ, yeah. 
And that's the glory that comes out is that, you know, you can't have new life without Christ. And when that is birthed and, and comes alive, then that's, yeah, that's good stuff. So, so, so poor Jim, he's about ready to jump out of his seat to hand him the mic for goodness sakes. He's got to go. Well, I figured you were waiting until I had 48 seconds left, which is my normal after hours time. Now, I was actually. How much time did I was actually wanting He must to, have at least four minutes. Oh, 10? Yes. Oh, my wow. goodness. I can you can it. wax eloquent. Just 10 seconds. Waxing, 10 seconds. <laughs> waxing eloquent. Uh, the waxing gibbous guy. Uh, actually, I was excited about your word, beloved, because at the boot camp a while back, beloved son was given me as one of the names. And at that same camp, I think there were five or six other campers that heard the same thing. But until we can believe that, we can't travel very far with God. And I guess I am going to ramble on here. Uh, I, and I want to thank Andy. He helped me discover that I didn't really have a word this year. But being old, two years, one year, same difference, right, Harold? <laughs> you got a mic. You can't speak to it. He's glaring at me. He's, he's thinking one decade, another decade. decade. <laughs> yeah, you know, what's a decade? I actually said that yesterday. Uh, what happened? Well, this time last year, and yeah, there was a cruise involved. But uh, right before Christmas, I had uh, a couple of toes shortened and uh, got to stay in bed the week after Christmas. And then we went to cruising for my recovery. And the first week I was in a wheelchair. And after that, I received my, uh, I guess I'll call it a rod of God because that's what came to me first. It was but, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. No, it, it, it actually had a name. <laughs> it was a yellow octopus on top of a really huge stick that I. Oh, I remember got, that. Yeah, and it I, and it really was a rod of God. But uh, being a yellow octopus doesn't sound exciting, so I named him Gelp Kraken, which sounds much more dangerous. Gelp Kraken. Kraken. Gelp. Gel, yellow. Octopus and well, say Kraken one more Kra- time. Kraken. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the, the word was Davy a Kraken. <laughs> he, he he was a crockette. He was a little crock. He was born on a mountaintop in Tennessee, from what I understand. But anyway, <laughs> killed him a bar when he was only three. Yes, we we're old. We're showing it. Uh, my word was and still is until I got my new one from Grant, and I'll correct that from earlier, but it was peace in English, but I always like to play with Hebrew because it's got a much richer meaning in Hebrew. Thank you. (laughs) We're both Hebrew fans. We just come at it differently. But uh, shalom was my word for the last two years, and it came out of integrity, and this clip I've used now for three straight years is from, and this is dedicated to Rodney, who's not with us tonight, but from one of our favorite movies, The Outlaw, Josie Wales. Yeah, so we're hoping by the year, you know, 2027, we'll have watched the whole movie on the clips from The Masculine Journey. <laughs> we're, we're working on it. We're close. 
That's my word of life. And your word of death? It's here in my pistols, there in your rifles. I'm here for either one. These things you say we will have. We already have. That's true. I ain't promising you nothing extra. I'm just giving you life and you're giving me life. And I'm saying that men can live together without butchering one another. It's said that governments are achieved by the double tongues. And there is iron in your words of death for all Comanche to see. And so there is iron in your words of life. No signed paper can hold the iron. It must come from men. The words of ten bears carry the same iron of life and death. It is good that warriors such as we meet in the struggle of life or death. It shall be life. Ten bears and Josie Wales were both major warriors. And uh, at one point in this movie, they had soon killed each other as looked at each other. But they came together in strength to find the shalom, the peace there. And in English, peace just seems like an absence of conflict by most people's definition. But to truly have shalom, there is a battle to fight to get to the other side of war to peace. And that was a big part of the battle that has been. And that, it's appropriate it went two years because... <coughs> It's been a a battlefield for that, and many things have happened over the last two years, but I am ready to move on to the next one. And integrity was part of this, too, and these are two men of integrity. And I've said it before, and I'll set it up, and Harold will be ready to respond. But I feel like often, for me at least, having peace with others is having low expectations of them. Expectations is a terrible word, but... When I have expectations for myself, I, I want people to meet it. When I have expectations of others, it usually revolves around integrity, which was the previous word. But, uh, well, you're, he's looking at me again wisely, so I know he wants to jump in. But what Harold had said is he has high expectations, but that can lead to warfare. And the low expectations. So speaking of expectations, let me just dive in right here. So I did a lot like great expectations when I read it. So when you say shalom, which is an amazing word on all sorts of levels, that you can hear these sounds. The first one is an S sound, right? That you hear the sh, the sh sound, which is sheen. Start, you're right. <laughs> you can say it however you want to, but that's it's it's the idea of fire in so many different ways. And then you hear the M sound at the end of shalom, right? And that M. As you know, is a mem, right? Or a mame. However you want to say it. <laughs> and it has to do with water. Well, fire and water on earth don't play really good. Yeah. I mean, they just don't play well together. However, in heaven, it's what God sends down. He sends down rain and he sends down fire. And and Lamad connects them, so tell us right. about Lamad. Lamad? Lamad? Lamad. That's all right. Oh, you, we pronounce that one the same way. Yeah, Lamed. <laughs> well, Lamed has to, has to do with loving and learning. And, and so interestingly, as we learn more about the fire, we learn more about the water, which is Jesus, of course, all of it. 
then then all these things come into harmony because they were meant to be um, connected. They were most meant to be gathered in great faith, but but in in a way, shalom, and you know this means completed. Right, and so when fire and water can finally come together, then it is on earth like it is in heaven, and 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 that's the beauty of that whole concept in my world. Like, man, I you, you, because if you hear shemaim, that is the word for heaven, and here again you've got fire and water in the same place at the same time, and it, it, it's that same you know kind of neat thing. But again, getting back to expectations. Oh, I didn't want to get there. I want to stay on. Well, we'll get there with expectations (laughs) because, you know, ultimately your expectations are about God, right? If you have some expectation of whatever person, you know, really, if they let you down, who really let you down? If he let it happen. (laughs) That goes back to the last clip. Right. But... uh, one of the and the reason I wanted to jump on this is because it just hit me. One of the things I learned in Hebrew class, a lesser known way of interpreting that, is death to your enemies. Right. But it occurred to me that that should be singular because ultimately shalom does destroy our true enemy, and we're, our enemies are not each other. It's not Harold. No, I love Harold to death. You have high expectations, huh? I'm not sure whether it be his or mine first, because he's doing better at hanging but, but, in there than I am. Anyway, grace fits in there beautifully, and the idea is that as, as we have grace for one another, right, then God has grace for us, and, and a way that fits together. So, Harold, we're going to give you the last word, buddy, because you, know, you, you didn't have a chance to share your word, but here you go. Let me jump in there first. <laughs> you jump, Grant. You jump, but jump on the mic so that we can hear you. My words, my word is love. But then again, tonight I heard beside, Christ beside me. That's like you're in his presence. That's, and that's since, good. And since this, this is radio, beside him is Harold, who's going to get the last word. I think it's somewhat interesting that the two people in this room uh, that differ the greatest in stature also have a difference of opinion about the expectations. <laughs> the tall guy has low and the short guy has high. <laughs> <laughs> that was a dunk shot <laughs> from Harold. <laughs> and that's, well, we we that's, know Jesus is always around Harold. Uh, low, uh, I'm with you always. Right. Low. Even to the end. And, and a cutting a few stumps while you're at it. So, yeah, by all means. We appreciate you all listening so much. Let's know our shenanigans, but we want to remind you we got a boot camp coming up in April. If you go to masculinejourneyradio.org, there you can listen to the podcasts, certainly the joyride, which would be fun to see what Keith does with all this shenanigan. <laughs> and uh, again, we'll be back with you next week. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Truth Network.